Blog Talk Radio.
encouraging you all day long. Jesus in the morning radio with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Mr. Jarrell and company this morning, prayer room. Uh, we thank God. We thank God for another Tuesday morning. Thank you for waking us up, closing our, our right minds. Thank you for the use and activity of our limbs, our life, health, and strength this morning. We're grateful unto him that we can come boldly all before the throne of grace any day, any time, for any reason. We are thankful. We are thankful. And this morning, we're going straight to prayer. And uh, after prayer, another song. And then we'll come back with our morning uh, devotion. Let, let's pray. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning, Lord, that we can come before you. We thank you that you're never too busy for us. We thank you, Father, for being on our side in spite of us. We thank you for looking beyond our fault and yet meeting our needs. And we come this morning, Father, right away to bring Sherry before you. In the name of Jesus, Lord, she have a medical appointment today. God, they're talking about another surgery. But, Lord, we spoke it last night that before she get there, it's already taken care of. The bone has come back to the place where it needs to come. No surgery is needed. If it be your will, do it this morning. Touch and heal her body, oh God. Make a brand new like nothing never happened to her before in the precious name of Jesus. Continue to encourage Louis, oh God. Continue to lift him up. And God, he'll be able to do for her what he needs to do. Lord, give him the patience of Job in the household, oh God, that he can go much, much further according to your will in the name of Jesus. We thank you for this couple. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Do it for your glory in the name of Jesus. And Father, I bring every caller before you this morning, asking that you would bless your people. Lord, you know what each of us stand in the need of this morning. Lord, you're the God that supply needs according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. We know there's nothing too hard for you to do. There's nothing you can't fix. Lord, when you say yes and man says no, the answer is yes. With you, all things are possible, Father. With man, things are impossible. But with almighty God, Jehovah, that have all power, Father, all things are possible. And we're looking to you this morning. We're looking to the hills from which cometh our help. All of our help comes from you. Father, you made the heavens and the earth. And without you, we can do nothing. The scripture says this morning, but my God shall supply my need according to his riches. And Lord, we look to you for our needs. And your word said you're our shepherd and we shall not want. And Lord, we don't want to want this morning, but we're asking you to move for each household represented here. Every family member near and far, every friend near and far, move today, oh God. In the blessing business, oh, bless your people. Bless your people like never before. Father, the main blessing I'm asking this morning is that you would open their spiritual ears so they can hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. And God, they won't sleep on your word, but that it would stir them up this morning in the name of Jesus. The Lord, they would love you. They would obey you. For the harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. And, Lord, we ask this morning in the name of Jesus that you would send more labor. But remember the labor that you called and chose us for. 
or do it this morning, Father. Strengthen us in our walk with you. Strengthen us in our work unto you. Oh, strengthen us into the call, whatever you called us for, whatever you chose us for. God, strengthen us to do it today. Don't let us procrastinate. Don't let us sit back on you. But God, let us move forward in you, in the name of Jesus. And remember, and the gesture, walk by faith, not by sight. Father, help us this morning to walk in the spirit, that we don't fulfill the lust of our flesh, that we're not ashamed of the gospel. We're not ashamed to do what you called and chose us to do. Help us, Lord, to be that candle that sit on the hill that can't be healed. We like the way, hallelujah, for others to find you. The word said, if you be lifted up, you'll draw all men unto you. Help us this morning to be men. All men like never before. Lead them to the King of kings and Lord of Lord. Lord, not fake and phony, not misinforming, but God, lead them to you. We catch and you clean. Help us today, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Father, this morning we ask that you would touch and heal those that are sick. God, touch and heal those that are having problems. God, touch and heal those that are having heart problems and kidney problems and liver problems. Lord, you know what these your people need this morning. Diabetes, high blood pressure, whatever the, the symptoms are. We know that you're the God that healeth thee and that you heal all manner of sickness and disease. And Father, today send your word for your word heals. All oh, you sent your word and it heals them. Do it for us this morning in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor and praise. Father, bless those that are incarcerated, those that are in every branch of the military, widowers, bereaved families, intercessors. We prayer people, preachers, Israel and Jerusalem, our brothers and sisters overseas, America and the leadership of America. Have mercy this morning. And Father, have your way here on Jesus in the morning. Move by your spirit for us today. We need you, Lord. We can't make it without you. Or again, your word, you sent your word, and your word healed them. Heal us today through your word. Sanctify us through that truth, for that word is true. Do it today for us in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. And Father, we ask that your anointing would fall here today like never before. God, let your people feel your presence here this morning in a mighty way in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We give you glory. We give you the honor. We give you our praise in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Glory to his majesty. Father, there is none like you. We thank you this morning. We can't tell you thank you enough. We're grateful unto you. We appreciate you. And Father, it's you that we're lifting up this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you for your word this morning. Your word is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. Forever, oh God, that word is settled in heaven. We thank you this morning. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. We can't thank you enough. Oh, we give you glory this morning. Hallelujah. Almighty God. 
Hallelujah, Jehovah. Hallelujah, you have all power. Mm. There's no higher power. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. There is none like him. Yeah. We can search all over. We won't find anybody greater. Nobody greater. Nobody greater than Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, Brother Lua had to take uh, Sherry back to the orthopedic doctor. And uh, they're talking about doing another surgery. He said because the, the hip uh, shrank and the bone, they put a stent in there and a, a rod and it's pushing out. So they got to go back in there and do something different for her. So maybe go back and put a shorter uh, uh, stint. But what we're praying is that when she get there today, they don't find nothing. But, oh, you, what happened? Your, your hip came back. You know, the bone, the, the stent shrunk. Yeah. And the bone is in place. Yeah. If we take this out, you can walk. If we take this out, it takes a little bit of here, but you can walk. They take the stent out. God is able. God is able. And he is faithful if we can but believe him, trust him, and let go. Let it go. Stop worrying. Let it go. And we will be all right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm grateful unto him. Yeah, today we're going to talk about the God who supplies. The God who supplies. I don't know but one that truly <laughs> supply all my needs, you know. Everything I need, everything I want, uh, the desires of my heart, I only know one God that can do that, and that's Jehovah, that's Almighty. This is the same God that said, let there be light, light appear. This is the same God that so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he supplied. So we're going to take a listen this morning to Bishop G.E. Patterson. He's going to bring a message to us today. And uh, I thank God I found this. And uh, his message is, okay, put it in, put it. Y'all, y'all work with me here, work with me here. So much stuff. The God of all supply. The God of all supplies. Yeah, Bishop G.E. Patterson. So we're going to take a listen to that today and uh, just tell the Lord thank you. Tell the Lord thank you. Somebody can't hear this. Yeah. Somebody don't know nothing about this. Yet God has blessed us. And we even recognize G.E. Patterson. We know what he's talking about. We know the word of God. When, when people mention scriptures and things and begin to talk about God, we understand. We know what they're talking about. There are people who don't. We're blessed in the city as believers. We're blessed in the field. We're blessed when we come and when we go. Hallelujah. God is faithful. God is faithful. So look, let's listen to this one. And um, when we come back, we'll come back with uh, uh, a quick scripture reading. And uh, we're going in uh, with Bishop G.E. Patterson this morning.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You see, he wish everybody could have been there when God set him free. And I understand what he's talking about because whom the Son set free is free indeed. And God has truly set many of us free. We don't worry like we used to. Yeah, we don't have to go through the things that we used to go through. We used to go through a lot because we were doing things on our own. Hallelujah. But God, come along uh, and let us know. Come unto me, all that are burdened and heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take your yoke upon me and learn of me. For my yoke is easy. Hallelujah. And my burden are light. Ah, God is able to fix anything that we think we may go through. Hallelujah. Anything that we think we can't make it through. God is faithful. He's able. He's able over and over and over again. And so I'm grateful unto him this morning. I appreciate almighty God that have all the power. There's no higher power. I like to think on that. There is no higher power. I have all power on my side. Yes, yes. And he is a faithful God over and over and over again. He is faithful. He's for us. And his word, his word says, if he be for us, he is more than the whole world against us. Oh, that's a big God, bigger than any God we'll ever know. Hallelujah. And we are thankful unto him this morning. I um, know that we walk by faith today and not by sight. Many of us, we don't know the way that we're going, but we know we're following Jesus. And if we follow him, we're headed in the right direction. And our destination will end up in a good place. Yeah, not just any old place, but a good place. And uh, we like good over here. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, we love good. Yeah, and God told us to do what's good. Yeah, do what's right, even in our thinking. Because many times, things come our way that we can't handle. We have to allow him to take care of it for us. And so we try to do the very, very best that we can to please him and to do the things that he can accept. Because he just don't accept any and every old thing. Yeah, when we come to him and we come to him as a sinner, asking him to forgive us and to come into our hearts and live forever, then what happens is we're no longer anything. Yeah. Yeah, what he has done is changed us. I look back at uh, Mary and uh, the woman that sat at his feet and washed his hair, and she was, you know, cleaning his feet and everything with the oil and everything from the alabaster box, and they were saying if he knew who was touching him, he wouldn't let her. But that's the way church folks think. Yeah, church folks think like that. But God, I found out he could use anything and anybody. And if we come to him, I don't care what condition you come to him in, he can fix it. Hallelujah. He can clean us up and make us over again. Yeah, he supply. Excuse me. He supply needs according to his riches and glory by his son, Christ Jesus. 
Yeah, we tired this morning, I am. And not the spirit of God in me, but, you know, the flesh is tired. Had a big weekend, and I, I really, really tried to rest yesterday, but it's just sometimes just look like it's just impossible because there are things that you have to stay on top of, and then there are people that need the prayer. And uh, he let me relax out on the couch, and first thing, I guess, the call. And uh, it was prayer for me to pray and pray, and the person went on, and I said, when you get done, make sure you call me back. Don't forget it, because he told me to tell them that it wouldn't be them, but it would be him yesterday. And uh, he let me know he was going in before them, give favor, prepare the way, and fix it. And when they went in to do what they had to do, take the test and everything, they passed. They had took the test several times. And uh, they called me afterwards and was all excited. I passed. I, I knew it. I knew it because he said it, to go in and relax. Why, when you're in there to do it, relax. He's going to do it for you. And uh, the Spirit of the Lord fell, and I could feel him moving. I said, oh, yeah, he already did that for her, and then turned around and blessed me. I was in dire straits yesterday of money, and I only needed like maybe $55. And uh, I hang the phone up from that person, and it rang again, and when I looked, it was my brother. And he said, hey, I want to bring something over there to you. I said, well, okay, come on, I'm here. And uh, when he come, well, he told me on the phone, he said, well, it's only $45. I said, okay, well, bring that on. When he got here, he said, I thought it was 45 He said, but I counted it again, and it was $55. I said, what? And he gave me the $55. I said, look at God. Look, went to the flea market Saturday and Sunday. I didn't go to the prison. And I got out there Sunday. And I couldn't find my keys in my cell phone. I mean, I went back over everything several times, several times. I would sit and relax a minute and then get back up and look for them again. Well, I don't really like using public restrooms, but I went on to the restroom. Hot, sweating. I said, I took a shower to come out here to sweat. But I went on. I wasn't going to keep complaining. I went on to the restroom. And while I was in there, the Bluetooth in my ear said, Bluetooth off. When I was coming out the bathroom, it said Bluetooth on. I said, oh, it's right down there. It's still in the booth where I'm working. So I went on and I sat there and I looked around several times again. I didn't lock my truck, so I got up and went and I sat in the truck a minute with the door open. And I said these simple words. I said, Lord, show me where my phone and keys are. I said, please, Lord, because I felt like everything was in my phone and people could get in my house and, you know, whatever else. So I went on back from the truck back into the stall, you know, the booth, and I sat there a few minutes, and I sat there, and he said, look right there under the tablecloth. Just like that, y'all, look right there under the tablecloth. I turned to the left, and I lift the tablecloth. That was the keys and the phone. But listen. I know I had the keys up front, but when I looked under the tablecloth, the keys and the phone was together. They were separated where I put them at now, but you got to trust it and let it go. 
See, when I got out that truck and I sat in that chair, I, 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 I was just going to let go. No more. I'm not looking no more. I'm not doing nothing else. He heard me because I know that his ears are not deaf and his arms are not too short to reach down to fix anything we need fixing to tell me where the keys are and the phone. Hallelujah. To give stuff away because y'all know I'm a giver. And uh, Nikki was with me because she brought furniture out there and she said, you sure gave a lot of stuff away. Yeah, because I'm not just about money. That's not why I'm here. I'm here today because he sent me. I was here yesterday because he sent me. That Saturday, I stayed out there till 630. That's not me. I stayed at 330 and then I head out because by 4 o'clock, things are dying down. All you haven't sold, uh, many days you're not going to sell much more than that. And so I just sat there with her, and we laughed and talked. He brought a overcast. It was, like, cloudy. And I, what a beautiful wind just blowing. Did the same thing for me Sunday after early morning. After early morning Sunday, he brought that overcast, and the wind just blowing. Yeah. And so uh, a man went down and bought a cooler, because I had bought a little small cooler. And so another man, he said, well, let me go down here and see if I can find a cooler for you. I said, okay. So he went to find the cooler. He found one, and a man a stall over from me said, well, what you looking for that cooler for? He said, I'm going to take it down there to the lady uh, down there. She got a small cooler, and it's not big enough. He said, well, okay, I'm going to pay for that cooler, and I'll let her use the cooler. And when she's done, just tell her to bring me the cooler. Well, he come by, he said, uh, did the cooler, I said, thank you so much. I said, and as soon as I'm done, I'll return the cooler to you. He said, all right. And his brother came, and his brother told me about the family traits and uh, the children, and they all got these tattoos on their neck, almost in the chest, or their family last name. He showed me a thing on his arm. He says, four brothers, four of them, all of them have the same tattoos. He said their mother raised them uh, to be really close and not ever separate no matter what the other one do, stay together. And he said that's what they've been doing for years. He gave me, a, uh, told me about his, his son and uh, the grandson and another grandson that loved him so much. He's taking fishing and everything. He said as soon as school get out, you know, in the summer, the, the grandson come and stay with him. And he says some weekends when he can get him, his grandson is with him. So, you know, it was just a beautiful day. And the Lord sent me out there to, you know, shed some light on some things and to bless some people. Because these people were so friendly to me. God gave me so much favor so quick. I was like, wow. And it, and it stall next to me on the right is a man and his wife. And there on the right of me, the, the man and his wife on the right, the, the husband got a stall over there. He sell tools and different things. But the husband was real good to me. I sold uh, one of Nikki's bedroom suits for a child. That man helped the, 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 the lady husband who bought it, helped him put everything in his truck. I said, look at this. Where do these people come from? But you know when you're in the right place. You know when you've been sent by God, you have favor. Everything just falls just like you need it to fall. Everything. Just don't complain. Don't start the grumbling. 
Don't start mumbling. Just hold tight. It's going to get better because God allowed you to be there. He put you there. And you're willing to work for him, oh, he's going to make your day brighter. He will make your day brighter. Every opportunity I get to open my mouth about him or to show. Because, see, you can say anything you want. People believe in this. They believe actions speak louder than words. And so many times it's what we are doing. Lady walked by, how you doing this morning? And um, she was looking at me like, she not, she won't speak back. I said, good morning, how are you? With some excitement in my voice. She said, oh, I'm doing good. I dotted, 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 she stopped. But she was going to keep walking by my table. She stopped. And she started looking in one of the baskets and everything, you see? How much is this? I said, it's, you know, right there on the basket. She said, oh, a dollar? I said, yeah. She said, oh, let me get this and this and this. Yeah, a man and his uh, his wife come by. Oh, let me tell y'all something. When God send you, if you come to do the will of him that sent you, your day is going to be great. Your life will be fulfilling. You will be excited. Now, the, the physical body is going to get tired because it can only do so much. Even your mind will get tired sometimes uh, mentally. But all of this be recovered because if you get the proper rest, you're going to come back strong. So look, the man and his wife come back. Nikki uh, signed people up for the government tablets like they do for the government, the free phones. And so she was signing him up and his wife was looking. She had walked on down and was looking. And he said, you see her? I said, yeah. He told me and Nikki, he said, I'm going to just stab her up and keep walking. She's just going to be bleeding. They ain't going to know why. And I'm going to keep walking like I don't know her. So we started laughing. And when she come back, she come back to the table. And I said, she said, what he said, I said, lady, I don't want to tell you what he said because he might get me if I tell you. She said, oh, you can go ahead. Don't worry about him. I got you. Tell me what he said. I said, no, I can't do it. He said, I'm going to tell you what I said. I said, I'm just going to stab you up, leave you bleeding, and walk on by you. Everybody, we all started laughing. And so she said, yeah, I'm not worried about it. Don't be scared of him because I'm certainly not afraid of him. So I had all these different kind of knives in different baskets and different colors. She picked out one of the knives. I said, uh-oh, you in trouble now? He said, what? I said, she buying a knife for you. He said, oh, yeah. I said, yeah. I said, oh, you about to be cut. So she put the knife back in the basket and said, I don't need the knife. And uh, she bought a bunch of other stuff. And uh, we laughed and talked and, you know, just had a good good time right quick. And Nikki got through with them. And uh, they told us thank you. And they went on down the way. And several people come to buy. I had one man to come with his wife, and uh, they bought a bunch of stuff, expensive ice. And um, he, uh, I was yelling out, tablets, free tablets. And so this group of people, they was walking on by. They looked at me, and they gave me an ugly look, and they kept walking on by. So uh, the man told me, he said, don't worry about them. 
they 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 look like they don't know how to operate a tablet. Anyway, we laughed. I said, "Oh my goodness, Nikki." And uh, he told his wife, "You know, you've been my girl ever since the first day I laid eyes on you." She said, "Yeah, I prophesied to him about a business." And the wife said, "Yes," and he said, "Oh no, no." I, I. The wife said, "Yes, yes." Yes, yes, it's by, what she's telling you is by faith. You got to believe that. I believe it. He looked at her and he looked at me. He said, yeah, well, I believe it too. Well, I'm a boss now. And you can hear it in his voice. I'm going to do something about this. They done spoke this. I'm going to work on this. Yeah, he had his cowboy hat on and his white shirt and his jeans and his cowboy boots. I said, yeah, it's coming for you. Yeah, I see you as a contractor. That's what I said to myself. I didn't tell him this now. But next week, they'll be back out there to let us know what happened. Yeah, because he was already in a position to do it. See, when God sent you, you got to go. He could have easily let me, took off Sunday and said, going on back to the prison. But that's not what he did. He allowed me to go to the flea market. And I felt free. I mean, sat there and had a wonderful time. When I got this, three new people was across from me. They had three new people had to open up three new booths with stuff I never, you know. I said, well, look at this. And I want, I'm going to pray about it, y'all, because I really would like to uh, sit out there and say our items and talk to the people about the goodness of the Lord. And I like to demonstrate God. I don't just like to talk about it. A man came by and he had uh, five children with him. And I said, sir, how many children? He said, oh, there's five right here. He said, but I have three more coming. I said, so you have a total of eight? Yes, ma'am. And so in a few minutes, I said, mister, can you get each one of them, one of them cups? You know how you had uh, the plastic cups and you put your ice and water and, you know. I said, can you get each one of them a cup? And he picked them out a cup. And then when the other three in the wife's side, I said, then pick those three a cup. I said, in those bigger cups, you and your wife get one of those cups. He said, okay, ma'am. And so the wife said, how much are they? I said, a dollar a piece. And she looked at him. He went in his pocket. And uh, he was giving me $10. I said, no, I want them. He said, ma'am, you don't want to cut my blessing off. I said, oh, no, no, I'll take the $10. So I took, do you see that, though? Did you see that? What's the likelihood of me willing to give 10 cups away? And he paid for them. He didn't ask how much the cups. He didn't want to buy no cups. I was willing to give the cups, and he paid for them. Eight children, and they looked like their daddy. You could tell they were his kids. Nobody looking like the mama. They all looking like the daddy. And when she walked up there, she was so friendly and smiling and so happy. And she asked me, how much are they? I said, $10 a piece. I mean, a dollar a piece. And she looked at him. That gave him the side pay for these cuts. Don't let me say it twice. Don't let me say it out my mouth. You know why I'm looking at you like that? Yeah. It was beautiful. Then two women come from Georgia. And we sat there and talked about the Lord. One of them wouldn't shut up. She didn't want to go. Because we just had us a little church right there. A little church service, you know. Right there. Hallelujah. And so it was a wonderful time, wonderful time. And I like coming back 
telling the testimonies of what happened. Yeah. And when we got, the only thing we had left was a TV table and a table and four chairs. And we didn't get rid of that because somebody needed and next week they're going to get that. Yeah, because we couldn't get rid We tried to almost give it away. Nobody would take it. I even called Jerry. Jerry said, I don't have nowhere to put it. I was trying to tell her where to put it in her living room. Jerry said, I don't have nowhere to put it, Barbara. But listen, God is faithful. And he's able to see us through. If we are willing to work unto him. Because we got to work while it's day. When night comes, no man can see. Because today we're talking about God's supply needs. There's a need for us to work unto him because the harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. And I don't have to go to seminary school. I, I don't have to wait until a pastor tell me I'm ready. Before I entered my mother's womb, he had already chose me. I didn't choose myself. The pastor wasn't nowhere around. The bishop and apostle was nowhere around when God chose me to come forth to do what he would have me to do. He allowed me to go through many things, but I got testimonies off of many bad things, but I have testimonies. Yeah, I'm not who I used to be because if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. He changed and he turned your whole life around. But we got to believe him this morning. And stop always wanting the easy stuff. Yeah, I just want to go to church. I just want to lift my hands in the church and praise him. I just want to hear what the preachers say. And I'm going home and I'm good. Now, he, he called you to something. If he made you, he made you for his pleasure. And his pleasure is to have you to do what he made you for. Well, Barbara, I don't know what it is. Well, ask him. Because the very thing that you think that you're not, that's who you are. They tried to tell me. They kept talking to I was, uh-uh. No, I don't want to do it. I, every, every real thoroughbred preacher I know runs from it. They don't run to it. They run from it. Every one of them I know. That's not what I wanted to do. I was doing something else. Yeah, I was minding my own business. You didn't have no business. You his business. They could be having a revival over here. You know, you you, you have these so-called friends, you know, you think they're your friends, and you're hanging out, and y'all doing different stuff together, you know, taking a drink. You might be smoking a toke of weed together. Because somebody said, look, they're having a tent meeting. Let's go see what they're doing. I said, no, no, no. No, I don't want to go under no tent. I said, because as soon as I hit the door, they're going to call me out. I I, I don't want to hit it. They, I said, I'm trying to get down here to the weed man. He said, going to give me a good godfather deal. They no, man, come on. And them people don't know you. Let's go under there. Already knew, though, you see. Been there and done that a lot of times. I knew. Hit the door. They could be up preaching. And then they say, come here, daughter, let me pray for you. And then I look at them and roll my eyes. And then they say, that's a calling on your life. Yada, 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 yada. 
when we leave, I said, didn't I tell y'all? Yeah, they, they talk good to you. They, they talk good to us. They talk real good to you. I said, but didn't I tell you I didn't want to go out of there? I already knew what it was going to be. Y'all going to stop forcing me into this thing and I already done told y'all. Yeah, right on down to the, to the weed thing. Oh, but one day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. It was the weirdest thing. But he personally called me out. And the way he did it, I didn't have a choice but to come. Hallelujah. Oh, and I'm glad. I'm so glad he did. He didn't force me. But I wasn't no fool. I knew I needed him, and I knew it was time. And uh, I knew without him, I, I, I couldn't make it. I needed him, and I had to have him. And I went on. I, 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 and I didn't know just how much I needed. I went on, and uh, the next thing I know, I was praying. Next thing I know, he was moving in a mighty way. And when he got through, oh, my goodness, I began to grow in him. No longer in myself, no longer my foolishness. I didn't want to be bothered with what I used to do. I wanted to be by myself and take time to hear what he had to say and, and walk from there, work from there. And uh, as it ended up, it was the best thing I could have ever done. It was the best gift anyone could have ever given to me. Yeah, he gave me the gift of salvation. Hallelujah. He made me over again. And I was so glad. Yeah, been through the storm and Lots of rain, but this morning I can say I truly made it in him. And he redeemed me. I feel the spirit of the Lord moving. I thank you, Jesus. He redeemed me back to him. And the good part of it is I needed to come to him in the fullness. I needed to be here. Hallelujah. And he made me an offer to be mine. And so I'm thankful unto him today. For all he has done, what he's doing right now, and what he's going to do. Great and mighty things. There's no one like him. No one like him nowhere in the world. He's the only one that loves us, all of us, the good, the bad, and the ugly. He's the only one that loves us in the way that he does. Yeah. I know many times we think, you know, he don't love us or we the worst of the worst. We got the less of the less. We going through so bad. But every time I turn around, he keeps on blessing me. Yeah. Every time I turn around. And like yesterday, I was in dire straight. He showed up. I asked him and he showed up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, he showed up and what I had made at the flea market and, and, and brought he brought the fifty five dollars, I was able to get some things done. What I wanted to get done and, and I believe I needed to get it done, you see. But the songwriter wrote a great song and he said this there's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. He called him lowly because even Jesus humbles to the Father. And he humbles to us. 
He don't have his chest stuck out. What you need now, Barbara? What's the problem? You're doing this, you're doing that. See, if you wasn't doing this and you what, he's not that kind of guy. Yeah. You know the very intent of my heart. Yeah. And so, no good thing will he withhold from me. Hallelujah. <laughs> if I need it, he going to give it. If I need it, he going to supply it. One way or another, when the timing is right, too, that's another thing. The timing must be right. He saw me go out there and work in the heat. Uh-huh. He saw what I did out there. So he just went on and supplied. Then uh, yesterday morning, I, I prayed for the person, told him what he said. Obedience. And he just come right on and blessed me real good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I went out one time yesterday. One time and came on back in. And didn't have to go out in the heat no more. I said, you know what? Sunday night, I said, I'm not going to unpack my truck. I'm not going to do nothing. I clean my car seat because I use a bathroom. It's a public bathroom. And when I use a public bathroom, when I leave there, you got to drive yourself in your car. So you clean your car. Did that. Came on in the house, got in the shower. I was good to go. I don't think I ate nothing. I think I drank water. To try to hydrate my body back. But it's a good time, I'm telling you, when you obey God, when you do what he said. But many expected much out of him, but they're not going to do much for him. Mm-mm. Now, if he do a big thing for them, what they consider a big thing, they may talk about it a little bit. You know, the Lord gave me this and that. And then they may tell him, thank you then. But when trouble arrives, hard times come, they're not, uh-uh, they're not with them then. They're trying to find a way out. Yeah. They are trying to find a way out of the trial. Yeah. What I'm trying to do is ask him for the lesson. Because our trials come to make us strong, and, and, and it, it's got to be a lesson there. So once we get the lesson, the trial is over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Had I not been through nothing, I wouldn't know nothing. But because he allowed me to go through some great trials, I can tell you a few things today. I can tell you how good he is. Hallelujah. I can tell you to let go. And if you can let it go, I can tell you he's coming in and fix. And I'm not telling you that because the preacher told me that, or I need you to do that so you don't bother me. No, I'm telling you that because it's the truth is what he wants. It's how he moves. If we gonna hold on to it, he he'll back up. But if he gonna fix it, we gotta back up. Yeah, he's a friend that stick closer than a brother. There's some things we must remember. He said, if we're trusting with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding, all our ways acknowledge him. He's going to direct our path. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. And he's coming in and take it up. He counted Abraham's faith as righteousness, not what Abraham was doing. Because Abraham then went over there and obeyed Sarah to my Haggai. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he was happy too. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I'm going in here with this young girl. 
be feeling we all right now, but she told me to come over here where I could get me a son because she knew I really want a boy. So, uh, yeah, he can't tell me he wasn't excited and happy to go in with Hey Guy. Yeah, 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 uh, Mr. Abraham. But God fixed it all. He fixed it all in the end, and he fixed Abraham too. Yes, he did. Hallelujah. We look at David and the foolishness he pulled. Yet he got that thing right with God. See, we've we, we been some places and done some things. But once we get on the straight and narrow and we figure it out and we understand, we try to stay on there the best that we can. I'm not saying we're going to do everything just right, just perfect. But what we're doing is we're doing what I call the very best that we can. We're remembering God. We're remembering faith. We're remembering to trust him. We're remembering to let go wrongdoings that we're doing. Now, some things have a hold on you. Sugar had a real hold on me. I just kept going and say I was addicted to sugar real bad recently. Cakes and pie, I just couldn't let it go. Well, I get me a slice of cake and eat that and want another one right quick. A craved cat, uh, not catfish, fried fish, a pink perch, a whiting, craved it. But fried wasn't good for me. Got to let it go. Told the Lord about it. He set me free. Cleaned my body out. He did it. He blushed my system. I looked at myself. I was like, no, what's going on? Three pounds more. I had eight off, got me three more. That's 11. And I'm working, still working to get more off. Hallelujah. Slow process. I'm not rushing nothing because if I rush, I'm going backwards. But if I take my time and allow myself to build, keep going, keep going. Uh, You took bread out. You took this kind of bread out. Okay, you used to eat two slices. Now you're getting one. Uh, Right there, you will go in and get a cup of ice cream. No, just get a, a piece of a banana. So I'm still working on some things. And I I, and I, I I plan to go all the way. I, I refuse to be defeated. Doing Weight Watchers. I sat out there and ate me a sandwich with uh, the spinach on it. Yeah, I'm trying some things. Free stuff, free, free points. Zero points, I should say. Things that don't have no points to it. But yet I'm full, I'm satisfied. Excuse me, y'all. I'm satisfied. Yeah. And it's all right today in Jesus' name. Listen, I'm going to one request of the morning. And uh, when we come back, we are coming back with Bishop G.E. Patterson this morning. And uh, his message is the God of all supply. Uh, All supply. The God of all supply is the topic of this message this morning. So let's go in with the request. And after request, Bishop G.E. Patterson.
of all supply. The God of all supply. He supply every need. No matter what you need, he's got it. I know it looked like he don't. I know it looked like you can't have it. But if you go to him, I'm a living witness. He'll make it possible. I don't care what it is. He will make it possible for you. You want to go back to school. You want to go back to medical school. Your age say you shouldn't be doing this right now. Not only will he bless you to graduate, but the job that you want in the medical profession, that's what he'll do. Yes, he will. Gave me the job I love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, I like dealing with people. And I like dealing with low-income people. That's just me. Low-income people who don't have nothing, they plain and simple. They're not going to put no airs on it. Act like I was born with this. I was born living like this. No, you wasn't. You had to go to work. And somebody else went to work and helped you many times. Or you struggled and you worked like a dog. You, you worked in two or three jobs on every hand. You you got to be out there grinding. But you act like you was born. No, you wasn't born with none of this. It's not where you really come from. Your people had to piece, your parents had to piece things together to take care of you. A lot of things they didn't tell you, but you knew you didn't come from where you're at now. Hallelujah. So I love working with low-income people. I always have. And I had that job at the day labor company, the labor pool. And it, I would pull up there to work uh, where they would say, good morning, Barbara, good morning. They was happy to see me. Why? I treated them good. I didn't treat them like they were nobody because they worked for a day labor company. A lot of them had drug problems, alcohol problems, all of that. But I treated them well, and they treated me well back. Yeah. Hallelujah. God is faithful. Let's go on with Bishop this morning. The all right. You've got to believe that no matter what's going on in your life, no matter how bad things appear, Satan would attempt to plant many negative points. But remember Romans 8 and 28. We know. And what do we know? That all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. And if you can remember that, you don't have to worry what conditions are now it's going to be all right I want you if you would today to turn with me to the book of Philippians chapter 4 I probably will not go in what I choose to call many times my teach preach method <laughs> and uh, you may or may not be able to follow me verse by verse and line by line but I just want to leave a thought with you today Philippians chapter 4 
Let's begin reading with verse 12. If you have that, say amen. Come on and read along with me. I know both how to be obeyed, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Notwithstanding, ye have well done that ye did communicate with my affliction. Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. For even in Thessalonica, ye sent once and again unto my necessity. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Ephroditus the things which were sent from you, an order of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. We'll stop right there. I want to talk to you today about the God of all supply. The God of all supply. The Apostle Paul is here communicating by letter with the church in Philippi. And he is calling to remembrance not only his good days, but his bad days. So many times we only see the hand of God at work when things are going our way. And how many times have we quoted that 13th verse where it says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. And in most instances, when we recite that verse of Scripture, we're talking about accomplishing some great feat. We're talking about some uh, gigantic thing that God enables us to acquire a victory, in which God enables us to acquire a victory. But now the Apostle Paul is talking about the ups and the downs. He's talking about the days with and the days without. He's talking about the victories and the apparent defeats. He says that with Christ, I can do all things. You see, a lot of people, well, almost anybody can accept victory. Almost anybody can accept things going their way. But when things go into reverse, they have a tendency to want to get uh, a bottle of pills where they can just sleep on out of this world. Some take a more violent method of picking up a revolver and blowing their own brains out. Many jump off of bridges and they take 
Uh, as I've heard it said, in fact, Bishop J.O. Patterson says a lot of times, you know, the back door of life, flinging yourself out of life's back door. A lot of people take suicide as the answer because they don't know how to deal with deceit. They don't know how to deal with humiliating circumstances. But the Apostle Paul says, with Christ as my strength, not only can I stand being full, but I can stand being hungry. Not only can I stand it when things are going my way, but I can take it when things seemingly have gone into reverse. Now, he is saying to this church, the church at Philippi, that certainly when I first uh, departed from Macedonia, uh, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving. In other words, nobody was really concerned about how I was doing except the church in Macedonia. And many times, time after time, you responded to my call. But I want you to know this, that although you responded to my call, and maybe I as one individual, I'm not able to meet your need. But we have a God who is the God of all supply. And whatever you need, my God shall. And I like that. I guess you've heard me say it over the years. He does not say that my God is able. And how many times have I used the example of that uh, poor leper? The one that came to Jesus saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. I know you can. I know you got the power. But he'd been dealt with so cruelly. He hadn't experienced much love. So he wondered if the Lord was willing to do what he was able to do. So he says, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And a lot of times we know that there are people who can do things. But whether they will do it is a different story. But Paul tells the church, you not only are serving a God of ability, but you're serving a God of willingness. You're serving a God that has the power to do what needs to be done. And not only does he have the power, he will demonstrate that power in your direction. See, the first thing that the devil does, the devil tries to make us doubt God. He wants to make us doubt God's ability. He wants to make us doubt God's word. Remember the word that Peter uses to describe Satan in 1 Peter chapter 5 and around verse uh, 7 or verse 8, somewhere down in there. He says, your adversary. Now, the word adversary from the very beginning, it meant a legal opponent. Someone who would be on the other side of a legal issue. Jesus taught what? Agree with thy adversary quickly while thou art in the way. Lest he bring you before the judge. In other words, he's saying that if you've got a legal matter with your neighbor while you're on your way to see the magistrate, while you're on your way to see the judge, it's better to come to an out-of-court settlement. Because you don't know who's going to come out the winner when it gets to court. He says, so agree with thine adversary, with thy legal opponent, while you are in the way, on the way to the court. 
find a way to settle it out of court. So that same word is used to describe the devil in relationship to the people of God. He is our adversary. Now, first of all, he is not only our adversary, he is God's adversary. When you read in the book of the Revelation about how that, uh, that great dragon that was cast out of the heavens and his tail drew away the third part of the heavens. This is really God's way in his word of telling us that when Lucifer rebelled against God and when he was cast out of heaven, he carried with him one third of the angelic host. And what we are battling today, you are not necessarily battling the devil himself. But you battle with his uh, demonic spirits. You battle with the fallen angels. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities, powers, spiritual wickedness in high places. You are battling with a hierarchy of evil spirits. And these evil spirits that are controlled by the devil and the devil himself he is the adversary of the people of God, and he is the adversary of God. He tries, first of all, to make us doubt God. You remember what he said in the form of a serpent when he talked to Eve? You know, God did not surely say. In other words, Adam got it twisted. And then if Adam got it right, you know, you can eat this fruit, it's good, and you won't surely die. The enemy made Eve doubt God. In the case of Job, God said to the devil, he's a perfect man. He's upright. He fears God. He assures evil. And the devil looked at God and said, yeah, but he's only serving you because you got a hedge around him. Move the hedge. I'll make him curse you to your face. So he accuses us before God and accuses God before us. And if you're going to receive your blessing from the Lord, you've got to learn how to turn a deaf ear to the devil and open your heart and open your mind to what God has to say. Now then, faith cometh by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. In other words, faith in God comes by hearing the word of God. The reason most of us don't have faith in God like we ought to is because we're listening to those who are under the influence of the adversary of God. I'm going to tell you something that the devil has almost 100% control of. Talk shows. Whether they're on radio or television, you listen to them and you will hear all kinds of venom that is being focused on the church. I just happened yesterday to turn to a station and heard somebody talking, and oh my God, they were running the churches down. And this brother, well, you know, if every church was like a certain church where last time I worked there and when I went to the hospital, they paid half of the hospital bill. Now, I think that's what all the churches ought to do. And then finally, he told, the, you know, the host, well, uh, I guess you don't want me to mention the church. And then when he mentioned it, it was a big church out on Poplar. I mean a church that is a, you know, a multi-million dollar concern. Hello? 
And we want churches to do with nothing what others do with millions of assets. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I could call the name of the church, but I don't want to call it. And I mean, this is one of the rich churches in our community. And then there's somebody going to talk about, now I think that's what they ought to do. Any church can do things like that if folk quit criticizing and start supporting. But we want to look at, at a church that's barely able to keep its lights burning and say, I think that what they ought to do is feed the poor. When Jesus said the poor you have with you always, he was not talking to the church as an organization. He was talking to people as individuals. Whosoever hath this world's goods, see if his brother hath need. Now the church doesn't have a brother. The building, the organization doesn't have a brother. But you as an individual member, you got brothers and sisters. And instead of talking about what the organizations of churches ought to do, you're the one, the Lord said, if you see your brother in need, have this world good, and shut up your vows of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in you? And if all of the folk who get on talk shows and criticize churches and preachers would open up their own wallet and open up their own checkbooks, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. You're talking about changing things. It's about, you know, well, you know, we got all these churches. They said we got 2,000 churches in Memphis. I don't know how many they are. And don't you know that there's got to be something wrong with the churches because all these churches around here and people are on dope and people are hungry and people are... You don't know the mission of the church. Go back to the year A.D. 33, when Jesus Christ, God incarnate in the flesh, was walking around here on this earth. People were still murdering. People were still going hungry. Everything happening now was happening then when the Lord himself was on this earth. Hallelujah. Everybody's not going to ever accept the light. Glory to God. But those that have light in them, when the word of God is preached, you are the ones that respond. And I don't care what anybody says. This gospel was never designed to create neighborhood improvement groups. And to sit down and find out how we can help this one and that one through a block club and through uh, this kind of a fundraiser. God didn't leave us here to do that. He left us here to tell men and women who are listening to the lies of the devil that this book is God's word. Matthew 1.21 says what? She shall bring forth a son. Thou shalt call his name Jesus. Why? The name Jesus is the Greek form of the Hebrew word Joshua. Uh, if you let me say it more definitely, Jesus is the Greek form of the Hebrew word Yahshua. Hello. And it simply means Savior or Deliverer. And he'll be called that for he will save his people from their sin. And the gospel of Jesus Christ is to call you out of your own mess. You can hide behind, I live in the ghetto all you want to. Living in the ghetto is not what turned you into selling dope. Living in the ghetto is not what made an alcoholic or a prostitute out of you. 
Living in the ghetto didn't do it. What did it was the fact that you don't have Jesus inside to let you know you are somebody. With Jesus on the inside, without a dime in your pocket, you are somebody. With Jesus on the inside, you don't need to snort it. You don't need to inject it. You don't need no kind of drugs. All you need to do is think about who you are. I'm a child of the king. My father is rich. And if anybody asks you, if your father's rich, what you doing walking around here without any money? There are a whole lot of rich folk that's not driving their fine car yet. You know why? They just haven't come into their inheritance. Maybe I don't have my inheritance yet, but I'm a child of the king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Young lady, you don't need a fella calling himself a pimp to make somebody out of you. You are somebody. You are God's child. And if you've been washed in the blood, if you've been filled with the Spirit, the devils in hell know you are somebody. So straighten up and shake that monkey off of your back. Shake that image of not being anybody off of you. Look like somebody. Sprint like somebody. Talk like somebody. Oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many folk in here saved? Turn around and tell somebody, get those sounds off of your face. You are somebody in the Lord. You know, you know, you ever notice how people of royalty, I don't care how folks dislike, and I know that all over this nation there are a whole lot of folks who never have cared for the Kennedy clan. But whether they like them or not, whenever any of them came around or come around, they got to respect them. Amen. You ever see how people who are breeding, they demand respect. They walk in a room and the room lights up. There should never be a dark room when you're in it. You got to learn that, that, that this stuff that you put in your pocket that's called Money. It's not money. Currency. It's not money. When I was a little boy, you could look at a $5 bill and $20 bill and $10 bill and all that, and a 50s and $100 bill, and they had a red seal on it. And it said on that Federal Reserve note, you picked up a dollar, it had a blue seal. It said silver certificate. And the silver certificate, the $1 bill, 
It had a certification on it that there was so much silver backing this dollar bill. Federal Reserve note was backed by the gold, by, by real wealth in Fort Knox. I still got a few of those with red and, and, and blue that I got put away in the same place just to remind me of what real money used to be. Now all that greenback you got, it's got a green seal and it says what? Federal Reserve note. It does not say silver certificate. Hello? In other words, there's no gold anywhere. There's no silver anywhere backing it up. Come on, Bishop. They just print it. Y'all know what you mean. And you got the nerve to walk around here just because you got, you know, a few of these things with a green seal on it. It's not really worth the papers written on. Oh. When you got a government government who national debt is a trillion dollars and it's getting bigger every day. And right here in Memphis the other day they announced Holiday Inns founded in Memphis spread all over the world and it was sold the other day to a conglomerate out of England. All up and down the street now, they're putting in, since they realize that folk over here in the U.S. don't have their interpersonal life, especially when it becomes intimate to the point of sex, don't have it under control. So now they got all of these little old Hotels, rooms by the hour, going up all over town. You didn't know the Iranians on them. Hello. Car you got out there on the parking lot. OPEC. All producing. Hmm. These countries. They make the crude oil, at least they uh, produce the crude oil that, uh, from which gasoline is made to fuel your car. Just about everything of any value in this country now is owned by somebody in another nation. And you depend on how many of these phony greenbacks in your pocket as to whether you can smile. Touch somebody and tell them being somebody goes further than greenbacks. Amen. Y'all have to excuse me. I'm not using any notes today. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> you see, everything that, that, that revolves around us today, when you get in trouble and you need a loan, 
You go to the bank, you go to the finance company, and now all of the banks, the, the most solvent ones, even our biggest bank in the city, one man that owns all this property, you go down to First Tennessee and almost have to mortgage your soul. And one developer in this city just walked in there with signature loans. And got so many millions of dollars of signature loans until our biggest bank, you're starting to wonder what the outcome is going to be with them. But I got news for you. You don't have to depend on these agencies for resources. Everything that's in the hands of man is a resource. But God, our heavenly Father, the word Father itself means source. If you are a son or a daughter of the source, why worry about the resource? If the agencies of resource say no, remember that God, who is the source, holds the resource in his hand. And it doesn't matter who tells you no. When you know who you are, glory to God, you can go into your prayer closet. And you can talk to the source who is also your father. Tell him, you know, I'm having a little difficulty. Praise God, a little inconvenience here. And I, I, I tried to do like you told me. I've been patient and I've waited. But now, Lord, uh, you can speak. You can unlock. You can unlock the resource. Hallelujah. Just let him know, Lord, you know, I don't want it just to show off. But I'm your child, and, and I want to spend my energy serving you. I, I don't want that car just so everybody will look and say, ooh, we. But you see, the person that I been getting to bring me to church. They don't like to get up at 5 in the morning to get me to the 7 a.m. service. I want to be free so I can worship you. I want to be free so I can go and help some of my brothers and sisters. I guarantee you that if you give him honest and sincere Christ-centered reason behind why you won't or need your blessing. He said, my God shall supply all your need. But the psalmist took it a little further. He said, delight thyself also in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Not only will he give you what you need, but if you really love him, he'll give you what you want. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to close here. But oh, I'm so glad. 
that I know the God of all supply. He'll supply all your needs. And don't get me wrong, materialism is important because we live in a materialistic world. But your need is not strictly material. Your first need is in the realm of the spirit. In the earlier days of this ministry, Matthew 6 and 33 was one of my favorite passages. It simply says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all of these T-H-I-N-G-S things will be added unto you. And I remember preaching one day, if you put God first, things will follow. But to try to go after things and leave God is like that old thing about the donkey, the, the, the tail, rather, wagging the donkey. You don't want to get the tail before the donkey. I mean, you go looking for materialism, you'll fall into a trap. You go looking for materialism, you'll get ensnared by dope. You'll get ensnared by get-rich-quick schemes. You'll end up being the victim of a rip-off artist. But if you get Jesus first, if you let him put your spiritual house in order, if you learn that the real man is not the image that you see in the mirror, but the real man is the one that lives on the inside. He's the one that has intelligence. He's the one that's in contact with the law. And the reason a lot of us don't have any activity in the realm of the spiritual man is because we put all of our time in feeding the natural man, clothing the natural man. And while that natural man is becoming obese and overweight, that inner spiritual man is dying. But when you can turn the plate down and fast a little bit, open your Bible and read, not a verse but chapter after chapter, get down on your knees and have a little talk with Jesus. Before you know it, hallelujah, you cease to be a servant of the material. Dinner time can pass and you don't even know you're hungry. And the next thing you know, on the inside, a giant starts to spring forth. And when that inner man began to get stronger, that's when you really find out who you are. And that's when you can tell the devil where to go. And you quit always talking about the devil this and the devil that and the devil the other. That's when you can say the devil with the devil. I'm a child of the king. Woo! Hallelujah. Listen, we're not serving a little tidbit God. We are serving the God of the universe. I don't care what anybody says. Somebody said, well, preacher, I don't believe in that creation story in Genesis. Uh, I believe in the evolution that somehow or another, one day there was a giant explosion, and from that explosion, life appeared, the smallest form of life, the amoeba. 
then the paramecium and then you see it grew and it grew and finally some kind of little creature started wiggling in the water one day it climbed crawled out of the water and climbed up in a tree and it was a monkey but you see that was our great 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 ancestor go back to your evolution that it all started with a big bang I agree with you it started with a big bang you know what the big bang was when God looked from his lofty throne and there was nothing outside of the throne room but chaos and darkness and God looked through the womb of darkness and said let there be light And that bang started reverberating. My God, and the next thing you know, it just started lighting up. And God called the light to himself and wound it up in his hand. My God, and said, I'll call this the sun. And he flung it out there on the nothing blazing across the universe. And he saw he had a little more light left on his hands threw it to the other side said that's earth's moon well he got some more left on his hand so he flipped his fingers millions and billions of stars hallelujah and planets they start spinning and turning and Voyager found out the other day they're yet spinning and turning because of the mighty God we serve hallelujah and before he made man, he put everything we need in the earth. He put the vegetation in the earth. He put the petroleum in the earth. He put every element in the earth. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying? He filled the earth, filled it with lions and tigers and all other kinds of animals. And my God, he filled the first heaven, the atmospheric heaven, with fowl that was flapping their wings, moved on up into the second heaven. And that's where the sun, moon, and stars are. And up into the third heaven, he said, this is my throne and you can't get up here. My God, he is the God of all supply and all I want to tell you is if you need it my God's got it he's got everything you don't have a need that he's not able to supply whatever you need he's able to you ought to tell somebody you don't have one need that he is not able to supply I'm going to quit right there. Sit down, y'all. I know some of y'all got used to my real good teaching sermons. I had something stirring in me today. I couldn't handle that. He's the God of all supply. We've got folk in here that thought they needed coke. They thought they needed crack. But what they wanted was something that would lift them. But oh, how many folk are there in here now that when they found Jesus, 
Hallelujah. They realized they didn't need those artificial things any longer. He's the God of all supply. Bow your heads for a moment. God, our Heavenly Father, I thank you. In my own way, I've given your people that which I felt impressed to deliver from your word. So, Lord, those individuals who are yet wanting, those who are yet somehow feeling left out, reassure them of your love. That whatever the need is, you're able to do exceeding abundantly. Above all that we ask or think, we can't even imagine the greatness of your power. But Lord, let that man know today, let that woman know that fulfilling the material need is no problem. But you want them to get their life in order, first things first. Give them a hunger right now to seek you in the pardoning of their sins. And Lord, every soul that you will touch and send in this direction, we will do our best to introduce them to you through your word and to nurture them into mature Christians. We pledge ourselves, O God, to take no glory, no honor that belongs to you, but to keep you lifted up that you might draw all men. And now, Lord, the message has been preached. The result is in your hands. Somebody today who doesn't know Jesus is saved, you get up and come here now. You know who you are. You need to get your life together, but you can't do it by yourself. I want you to know the Lord stands ready right now to help you. If you're in the balcony, get up, go to the elevator, push one, and come on down. If you're in the West Wing, get up and come here. Doesn't matter what aisle you use, just get into the nearest aisle. If you're in this area, get up. Come now. If you're a sinner that doesn't know Jesus, come. If you're a backslider that once knew the Lord and you're straight away, but you're ready to come back, I want you to get up and come now. If you're one that's without a church home, you believe this is where God wants you to be. The door of the church is open. And I say even as Jesus, whoso cometh unto me, I will in no wise cast out. Hallelujah. We're not here to judge you. We're here to instruct you. Hallelujah. I know the devil is saying to you now, no, 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 no. I mean, I'd like to, but this is a sanctified church. I can't live like that. None of us can. But when Christ comes in, he'll live it through. He'll live it through you. Get up. 
have the courage, have the boldness right now to get up. Hallelujah. God bless you. Come on, come on, come on. The Lord is calling. The Bible said a little child shall leave them. This young fellow walking just like a man. Hallelujah. And there's some more of you that the Lord is speaking to. You know who you are. now in obedience to that inner voice of the spirit that's talking to you hallelujah somebody that needs to be saved over here backslider that needs to come back and then even you that's seeking a church home get up now in the name of Jesus God bless you my sister come on God bless you my brother come on there are yet three more in the wing that the Lord is speaking to. Glory to God. Praise the name. Mm. In the balcony, you ought to get up and make your way to the wing, to the elevator that is. I'm yet waiting on three more persons from over here. You put it off long enough already. If you're ever going to obey God, you ought to do it now. That's right. Come on. Where are those other two? Come on. The Lord is speaking to you. Hallelujah. There are others out here that God's speaking to. You ought to get on up. God bless you. Coming from the balcony, God bless your heart. Of Jesus.
So maybe um, maybe I have to close everything because uh, with other stuff open here lately, there are echoes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get off everywhere. And uh, I won't be able to take no more requests this morning, I don't think. But, all right, let's try this. Let's refresh. We're going to refresh it. And, uh, okay, now. All right, let's go to this one. And I need you to let me know uh, if you hear echoes. That wasn't the one I was choosing. I'm sorry.
It seems prayer still upsets some people. Yes, it does, because they don't believe. And they think they got it going on at their own hands. They think they did it for themselves. But I promise you, without God, I don't care who you are, you can do nothing. Yeah. When the minister, Joe Wright, was asked to open the new session of the Kansas Senate, everyone was expecting the usual uh, general general allergies, you know, you know that they say a little something to God. I don't know what it is, but it ain't very powerful. But anyway, but this is what they heard: Heavenly Father, we come before you today to ask for to ask your forgiveness and to seek your direction and guidance. We know your word says, "Woe to those who call evil good," but that is exactly what we have done. We have lost our spiritual equilibrium and reversed our values. We have ridiculed the absolute truth of your word and called it pluralism. We have worshipped other gods and called it multiculturalism. We have endorsed perversion and called it alternative lifestyle. We have exploited the poor and called it the lottery. We have rewarded laziness and called it welfare. We have killed our unborn and called it choice. We have shot abortionists and called it justifiable. We have neglected to discipline our children and called it building self-esteem. We have abused power and called it politics. We have embezzled public funds and called it essential expenses. We have institutionalized bribery and called it sweeps of office. We have coveted our neighbor's possession and called it ambition. We have polluted the air with profanity and pornography and called it freedom of expression. We have ridiculed the time-honored value of our forefathers and called it enlightenment. Search us, O God, and know our hearts today. Cleanse us from every sin and set us free. Amen. The response was immediate. A number of legislators walked out during the prayer in protest. In, 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 in six short weeks, Central Christian Church, where Reverend Wright is, is pastor, logged more than 5,000 phone calls with only 47 of those calls respond, responding negatively. Out of 5,000, he only had 47. The church is now receiving international requests for copies of this prayer from India, Africa, and Korea. With the Lord's help, may this prayer sweep over our nation and wholeheartedly become our desire so that we again can be called one nation under God. Yeah, think about this. Yeah. So I, every now and then I read this prayer because I do love it. I do love it. He prayed what we needed to pray. Yeah. Because we, we, we done got so wise and crazy until we just do anything and thank God just come in on our program. But we got to come in on his. I'm telling you. He won't come in on your program because, see, your program may not have no truth to it. But he knows that his program is true from beginning to end. And we got to seek him, not he seek us. 
They sang a song and said that God had a rocks to cry. He can't find nobody to praise him and obey him. He had a rocks to cry. He can make trees talk. He can make dogs talk. He made everything he can, he can choose. But he yet given man his creation that he loved. And he made it for his pleasure. He's yet given us a chance. And many of us, we refuse. And we can't really seek God and we can't really get the fullness of God because we got too much of our natural self in there. We want too much of our natural self to be pleased. But you got to let that go and stop playing. Yeah. Got to let that go and stop playing. Because see, we think we're on our own. I promise you this morning, Without God, you wouldn't have woke up. Without God, you wouldn't have moved your hand, eyes, ears, nothing today. Well, again this morning, without him, you can do nothing. But we try to, you know, act as if we're doing this. We, some of us think we are, but not Barbara. I know better. I know if he didn't wake me up this morning, I wouldn't have got up. If he didn't close me in my right mind, I wouldn't have been thinking right. I wouldn't have even knew who I am. I wouldn't have known that I'm Barbara. I wouldn't have had the use and activities of my limbs. Again, my life, my health or strength. I wouldn't have had any of that. But because he lives, hallelujah, I can face tomorrow. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Because God lives. All fear is gone because I know he holds my future. I can hear it. I can hear it. And life is worth the living just (laughs) because he lives. Because God lives. Anybody know this? I can face tomorrow. Thank you, Jesus. Because he lives, all fear is gone, because I know God holds my future, and life is worth the living just because he lives. Hallelujah. I feel our ayayayaya. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you this morning. Hallelujah. For our life, our health, and our strength. Thank you for one more day, God. A day to get it right with you. Thank you that we can look to the hills from which cometh our help. All of our help comes from the Lord. Father, you made the heavens and the earth. And Lord, today we want to be your people. We want to look to you for everything. We we want to remember that you supply our need. And God, there are a lot of needs. We need to let go of our flesh and seek you in the spirit more. Father, we need to let go of many things. Help us to let go and seek your face and turn from our wicked ways. Lord, we know we're going to, you are going to hear from heaven. Father, you're going to heal our sins. You're going to forgive our sins. You're going to heal our land. 
You're going to do more than that. You're going to make us over again. Yeah, you're going to wash us in your son, Jesus' blood again. You're going to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. And give us a clean heart. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He moving. He moving. He moving. Ah, yeah, Lord. And I thank him. Listen, the studio is open. If there's anyone have something this morning uh, that they would like to say, please feel free and press that number one. I saw Rose Brown, but she must have gone out because of the echo. But um, feel free to press that number one and come on in. Hallelujah. And it's already all right today. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I think I'm going to do a little double take right here this morning. Give me just one minute, Sister Jerry. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I'm living proof of what the mercy of God can. If you knew me then, you'd believe me now. You turned my whole life upside down. To the old hand he made it That's just what the mercy of God can do Now I'm alive to tell the story How I've overcome His goodness and mercy And the power of His Wasn't based on what I've done. Goodness and mercy and the power of the blood. So much power in the blood.
radio not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah, because when I case it, I do a double take. But that needed to be double take this morning, hallelujah. The mercies of God, the grace of God, look, the forgiveness of Almighty God. When I think on that thing, God forgave me. What? Oh, Barbara, an undone wretch, really wasn't fit to live but couldn't die. But yet he gave me a chance. When I went to him, he in no wise cast me out. He accepted me the way that I was. And when I asked him to clean me up, I asked him to forgive me. I realized I'm a sinner. I realized I've been doing wrong. And would you please forgive me? And he did. Oh, yeah. He did just that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God. I asked him to come into my heart and live forever, and that's what he did. And today I realize without him, I can do nothing. And if he sent me on an assignment, if I'm willing to go and do it, sometimes I don't even know what the assignment is, but I know I'm being sent. And Jesus taught me this. He told me that he come to do the will of him that sent him. So I learned for myself, I got to go do a work under God because he's sending me to do it. When I, look, while I'm working, I'm neither male nor female because it's not Barbara. It's the spirit of God that's moving for the people. And that's what people get it twisted. That's why you hear people say, oh, God ain't called no woman. Oh, women can't do this. That's why you heard all of this. Because people looking at the flesh, they looking at the natural, they looking at the person. But whomever God uses, it is not them. It will never be them. It's the spirit of God moving to use them to bless whomever, whatever, wherever. And the day we get that in there, we're going to come together on one accord and love God the more. Because I'm not looking at you because you're a man, Pastor. I'm not looking at you and not supporting you because you're a woman, Pastor. But whenever we get up, we should get up in Jesus. Whenever we get up to speak on God's behalf, it should be in the spirit. Let the spirit of God that lives in you come forth. When I get up, the word of God come out of me because the word is in me. I don't have to get up with cliches and I don't have to get up trying to sound witty. No, the word is in me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I get up with nothing but the word. No wittiness. No. I've had some laugh, you know. I, I think I may have a, a, a told you this, but I know Louis probably will remember. I had a good friend. Her name is Karen Baldwin. I haven't heard from Karen in years. And Karen was uh, in the Church of God in Christ. And, you know, they have all these different things and, you know, uh, 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 diocese and uh, auxiliaries and all of this, you know. I call them different ministries. And uh, Karen called and she called me one day and uh, 
She said, hey, what did you cook today? I said, I cooked fried chicken, and I went to name it even up to the dessert. And she said, I see right now, you in the spirit on the Lord's day. That tickled me so good. I, I said to myself, she sounded like I'm on the Isle of Patmos. All that just tickled me real good. But we don't get up in church to do all of this. And a lot of believers, you know, the saints of God, we come together and we say funny things. And God understands there's no disrespect to him. Because at all times we remember he is holy. And his word says, be ye holy for I am holy. Hallelujah. So we have to be careful and make sure we reverence him. Yeah. You see how they honor the queen? Now, I got to honor God. Yeah, I must honor him. Can't just do any and everything. Hallelujah. He's out in every place today. He's beholding the evil and the good. If ever there was a time for us to get it right with God, honor him, seek him, praise him, worship him. Now is that time. Prayer is in order more so than it has ever been. Yeah. I saw this world flipped upside down. Man ought to always pray and not think. Pray without ceasing. We always got something to pray for. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, Sister Jerry, I'm coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, Sister Barbara. How are you? I am blessed. I cannot complain today. Yes, we are blessed. We are blessed. Bless, and as most people would say, bless and highly favor. I just want to come in and tell God thank you for allowing me to have another day, allowing me to see another day, allowing me to hear his word and to remind me that he's in control. He does all the blessings. There's nothing we can do by ourselves. You can't even bat your eyes or breathe without God's permission. Some people say, I give you permission to live. No, God give us permission to live. So without God, we can do nothing. We will forget what our own names are without God. Doctors may call it dementia, Alzheimer's, or yada, yada. God says it's me. Doctors give everything a name, but I am the God of all gods. I am the I am. So I clocked in a little later this morning because I was sitting here thanking God for some things and time got by me. But I came in at the right time when God needed me to hear that he is the provider. I don't care what your bills look like. I'm like the birds. I'm just going to fly down in the grass and get me a seed and keep going. God will provide. Yes, he is. He allows us to wake up in the morning. He don't tell me to get up just to listen to Barbara. He said, get up and listen to my word. He said, get up and hear my word. Because without his word and without his mercy and his grace, we have nothing. I've seen many funerals. I mean, millionaires, billionaires died. Whitney Houston, a lot of money. They put her in a gold casket. 
but they didn't put her money in the bank, in the ground with her because it was not needed. Michael Jackson had the biggest funeral of all, but all his money was left on earth. So the more you have does not mean the closer you're going to get to God. I'd rather be like the lady in the church with two pennies. For God takes good care of me. I've been saying it since I was 16 years old. I didn't even know what I was saying. And I used to say, oh, Mama, I'm going out. But I'm, she said, well, be careful, baby. I'm not worried. God takes care of me. But I was just being bad. But now I say it for real. Oh, I'm not worried. God takes not good care of very good care of me. He takes good care of me and my house. So thank you, Sister Barbara, for bringing the word, bringing the music, and helping us to celebrate the Lord thy God. Because without him, we can do nothing. A good friend of mine, I've been knowing for about see, 43 years, he died. Monday, and I used to call him my big brother. I was hurt, but then I said to his brother, I said, you know what? Except what God allows. We better off anyhow. I know you buried your mama two years ago. I know you buried your sister 30 years ago. But remember, he was 76 years old. He lived a nice, long life, and he lived on mercy. God gave him grace. Just be glad that it didn't come upon you. But I don't know how we go. It ain't for you to know anything except what God allows. I think he was just ready to go. Now, y'all accept it. Thank you for calling and letting me know he died. We all look at death as, oh, God. But believe it or not, those that die in the arms of the Lord, they're going to be just fine. Because God takes good care of all his people. Thank you today, Sister Barbara, for allowing me to speak. And thank God for allowing the voice to come out my mouth. Amen. Have a good day, Sister Barbara. You too, Sister Jerry. Have a good day. Have a great, blessed day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is faithful. He's on our side in spite of us. I'm thankful unto him this morning. And Sion and Buddy, I want to ask y'all to do me a favor for the next three days. I'm going to ask y'all to get together in prayer. It it could be morning, it could be noon, it could be night, it could be any time of day that y'all choose. But I need the two of y'all touching and agreeing and praying together, together, at one time, together. Whenever y'all going to be in the same house, in the same spot, at the same time, I need y'all to pray together. Yeah, yeah. And there's a chain being formed as you begin to pray. Yeah, as you begin to pray, a chain is being formed around you and around your household. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. You're more than conquerors. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Yeah, you're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. You can look to the hills from which cometh your help. All of your help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Yeah, y'all pray together. It's just binding a change around everything. Yeah, to keep that devil out. He come but to kill, steal, and destroy. And he think he's doing something undercover. Oh, but after a while, everything going to be revealed. God going to snatch. Everybody going to know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. And it won't be nothing on you because you already formed the chain around you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And we are grateful, grateful unto him this morning. Almighty God who have all power. Uh, Sister Jerry, I'm going to need you to just turn everything uh, loose. Let it go. Listen, people that's cussing, people that's not talking right, I need you to cut them off too, Sister Jerry. Yeah. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. And see what you hear, you're going to think back on it. And if you're not careful, you'll start believing. And these people, they don't have God's best interest at heart. They use us now. They'll use God. But they're not going to give God nothing. Somebody have to remind them to tell God thank you. So as you, if you can cut off, cut off. Start cutting off, cutting off. You got to go, you got to go, you got to go. Yeah. All that acting like we really relatives. You don't, you, don't, you don't love me like a relative. You want what you can get. Yeah, cut it out, cut it out, cut it out. And you're going to be all right in Jesus' name because God going to raise up everything you need, anything, anybody you need. God is going to raise it up for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm thankful unto him. Oh, bless your holy name today, Lord Jesus. God, we thank you right now. We give you glory. We give you honor. Father, we give you the praise today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We got to play a lot of music. I think a lot of songs this morning. And I know sometimes people don't want to hear the song, but you got to be walking in the spirit to hear. Yeah, what the song is really saying. Yeah, you got to be walking in the spirit and it will cause you to bow down. Hey, glory, hallelujah. Before almighty God that have all power. Yeah, there's no higher power. Uh, yeah, we're going to one more quick one here. And uh, when we come back, if no one have anything they would like to say, I would pray us out this morning. And we're always praying that we come back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, I don't care what the devil told you. God made it fail. God made it fail. You don't hear me. Tell somebody God made it fail. God made it fail. God made it fail. God made it fail. Everything that the devil tried, God made it fail. God made it fail. God made it fail. He made it fail. Everything that the devil tried, God made it fail.
God made it fail. God made it fail. Everything the devil tried, God made it fail. God made it fail. God made it fail. He made it fail. Everything that the devil tried, God made it fail. Y'all not happy. Say y'all not happy. God made it fail. God made it fail. Everything the devil tried. God made it fail. God made it fail, he made it fail. Everything that the devil tried, God made it fail. Oh, you got to just, I say, you got to let the floor have it now. I say, you got to let the floor have it. I say, God made it fail. I said, God made it fail. that you need to prophesy to tonight in this room. Find you somebody to tell them, God made it fail. God made it fail. Everything the devil tried, God made it fail. God made it fail. God made it fail, he made it fail. Everything that the devil tried, God made it fail. You've got to believe it, sir. I need ten more dancers. I said I need ten more dancers, that's all. If I had ten more dancers, we'd shift this. I said, if we had ten more dancers, we'd shift this room. I said, if we had ten more dancers. One more time. God made it fail. God made it fail. Everything the devil tried. God made it fail. God made it fail. God made it fail. He made it fail. Everything that the devil tried. 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 Everything. That the devil, he tried to take my mind. He tried to take my joy. He tried to make me lose my life. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you.
you know, I guess it was kind of further down in the trunk where they had it. Because when I went over the door, I didn't see the door. So when I went to go get my next load to bring me back to Nashville, oh, the guy came out and he was like, yeah, he was like, you had to move, take this box out of here. Can't have nothing in the, in the trailer. So I grabbed the box and read it. Got it, got in the show, and I read it. And when I read it, it was consistent. So, uh, kill, uh, they had pasta they had like uh, olive oil and garlic mix dressing. It had some dried, sweet, uh, bell peppers, or like peppers in it, uh, parmesan cheese, and some, uh, what's that, Caesar cheese. So I'm like, well, you know, I can't have them noodles because that's, you know, carbohydrates. I said, I gotta stay away from that. So I just did a salad and I had some sardines. You know, I kind of got creative. I had some sardines. I was like, well, I need a little bit of meat. So I had the sardines and everything. And I also had some, uh, some beet juice root that I had got from uh, like a nutrition store. So, uh, you know, on the beet juice thing, it said take uh, uh, two tablespoons. Uh, or the beef juice, you know, which is kind of like a shot glass or a full cup of that black uh, 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 can That's what I use. Uh, that, you know, and I had the kale and everything and did it. And uh, just along just that, I didn't even, I didn't even get out and walk that day. I just, you know, did a salad and everything. And I checked my blood sugar that day, and it was around. I know it was close to uh, it was close to uh, five. Five. And when I like I said when I ate that uh, kale and everything, that salad, salad. Uh, I take my blood sugar and it dropped down to it was like uh, three, no two, it was two ninety nine. Oh. Okay. I got something going here. So the next day, you know, I ate some more. That's what I was doing. And I but I also had this. I'm gonna put this in. I also had listened to this uh, doctor. His name was Eric uh, Eagleberg, somebody. Like I'll get the name kind of mixed up. But he was saying how you know a lot of diabetics mess up when they because they, they hearing people tell them that you want to do five small meals. He said you want to do that. He said you want to try to do the best meals as possible. Yeah, basically he want to be able to fast. So he said do two meals a day. You know, try to eat something. In the morning, healthy, it's, uh, got healthy fat, you know, and then go as long as possible before you eat again. So, you know, the next time you eat, it'll be almost with the day being over with, and then you eat. So, you know, I, I tried that method, and I did three. I ain't doing two, I did three. But I waited as long as possible as I, as I could in doing it, and I ate the vegetables. Man, well, glory be to God, I got my blood sugar down the uh, what was it? One, one eighty-six. Within, uh, within two to three days of doing it, salad and just you know eating healthy fat foods like he told me, like they told me on the thing. So you know, I just thank God, I give him all the glory, honor, and the praise. You know that I was able to get it under control and not have to go to the doctor. I just thank God for you know him doing it. And giving me the wisdom and knowledge and understanding to be able to, you know, get it under control myself. So, you know, they just show me that, you know, they say, you 
know, it'd be hard to beat it, but you know, with God, I can beat it. So I just thank God for that, and you know, I just want to praise Him. Give Him all the glory, honor, and praise. Amen. Amen. He's faithful. He is faithful. Like I saw Sion hand raised over here. I'm coming at you right now, Sion. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? Not be honest, but it's but good morning. Oh, good morning. How are you? I just, I, I, I mean, Mr. Anthony, he, he did because I was just, you know, after he played that song, God Made It Fail, I was sitting here typing on the computer, <laughs> and Sion had to tell me, she said, just stop, <laughs> because... You you just messing up. You 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 don't even know what you're doing because that anointing just jumped on you and you just don't know what to do with yourself right now. She says, and I got up and I said, let me just dance a little bit. And then, but yeah, because uh, and then I, I just told her over the weekend. I said, Sion, no matter what, we have to fate it. F a i t h. We have to fate it. Because there's a lot of things that's going to come at us, and we're going to try to let us doubt that God is God. But we have to know within ourselves that he never fails. He never gives up on us, and his word will always come to pass, no matter what it looks like. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to share that this morning and say that, because... Something is happening, and whatever is happening, you know, just grab a hold of it. Grab a hold of it, because no matter what what it looks like around you, or what's going on in your life, or you know the struggles you may be having, just know that God can. And I'll keep looking onto the hills. That's actually my favorite scripture. I will look onto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. And that's my favorite scripture. So, Amen. But thank you this morning for that. And for being obedient and being faithful in the things that you do. Thank you. Amen. God bless you, Pastor David. God bless you. And uh, that's my buddy, y'all. That's my buddy. And look, Sion uh, hit me up. Let me tell y'all something. I be so tickled some days I scream and just let the laughter roar. She hit me up on, on messages, you know, to send me a message, Jesus lady. Oh, and she said that. that just, <laughs> oh, that just made me too tickled. Because I can imagine Buddy saying it. That's what she did it from Pastor David, y'all. She got that from her husband. Because he called me the Jesus lady. And look, she keeps it going. You hear me? I said, that Sion. I that Sion. And sometimes uh, I be online, and she said, and sometimes I be online and, and on the phone, and I say, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm not going to look at this. not right this second. I'll come back to this because I'm going to scream in these people's ear I'm on the phone with. But I love good laughter. I love good laughter. God is faithful. He's good to us. We thank him today, and uh, we know that there is none like him. Good morning to you, Brother uh, Sister Rita, Brother Frank. Good morning to you. Uh, good morning, Sister Dorothy Goodman. 
good morning, Irene. God bless you this morning, Sister Irene. And again, good morning to you, Sister Jerry Crown. God bless you, Brother George West Perry was over in the chat room, but he had to go on back to work, I'm sure. But uh, good morning to you, Brother Perry. God bless you. God bless you. And uh, to every caller and every listener today, those coming through the archives and, you know, different places, God bless you. Those that are overseas, we're praying for you. We are praying for you. And we thank God for you. Thank God for you. India, we are praying for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so we're grateful unto Almighty God. Africa, everywhere, we're praying for you. Wherever you come through Arabia, wherever you come through, we are praying for you. Hallelujah. For the whole country of Australia, we are praying. Yeah. Because we all need prayer. God is the one that can fix everything. So look, I'm going to pray us out right quick. And uh, after prayer, uh, we won't go back. Uh, to another song this morning because uh, we've already exhausted our time and I don't like to do blog talk like that. So let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the praise. Thank you for the worship. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. We thank you for all you've done here today. God, we thank you that you're on our side in spite of Jehovah. Oh, we bow down before you in worship and thanking you. But Father, there's none like you. And as we depart this morning, Father, bless our going out and our coming in. Meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. And no calamity shall come now our dwelling, Father, in the name of Jesus. All we ask that you would bless every caller and every listener. And Father, those that stand in the need of money, open doors and make ways for them today. Lord, move by your spirit in a mighty way. All whatever we need today, trust, believe your God. Move for us. Show us the way. In the precious name of Jesus, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, June the 28th, 2022, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye, and again, have a blessed day.